This creature from the dirt defied the everlasting holy God. God, for the glory of his name, is reconciling and reclaiming all things to himself. He's just yearning for you. He's longing for you. He wants friendship and relationship with you. He needs you. Oh, you're breaking his heart. No, he's going to break you. We cannot stand before God in our sin. This is like when you say, I, I just can't believe in a God that would, you realize it doesn't matter. You don't get to define God. This is what's wrong with the Christian church today. We don't know who God is. Give us some men who know the truth. I almost vomit every time I go into a Christian bookstore because the top 20 books are all about how you can get whatever you want from God whenever you want it if you rub his belly the right way. There's no repentance. There's no holiness. There's no vision of who God is, what God wants. Give us some preachers who aren't tripping over their skirt to get into the pulpit. What's wrong with you people? What's going on, guys? Bonus episode of Matter of Theology. A.G. Martin here. Uh, We're going to be discussing abortion and mainly the new law that was passed by the New York Senate. Uh, This law is absolutely absurd. If you read the things that are in it, it's outrageous. We're going to get into what the law says, some of the particulars, um, but we're also going to look at what it repeals. Current laws that are on the books that by passing this law, it repeals some of those other laws. First, we're going to start by saying abortion is murder. It is the... It's not just murder, it's the premeditated murder of a baby. Meaning, a woman knows knows she's pregnant, she goes and willingly has the baby killed. Has it removed from her body. This is thought out, this is planned ahead. This is premeditated murder. Now, there's a lot of people that will say... It's not a baby, it's a fetus. My first problem with that is stop speaking Latin. Fetus is a Latin word that means baby or small child. So by saying it's not a baby, it's a fetus, what you're really saying is it's not a baby, it's a baby. Well, call it what it is, and since we speak English, just call it a baby. There are also those who know it's a baby, they just don't care. They have a callous, hard heart, and they don't care. They just want to do what they want to do with their body. They want to live in sexual freedom. They don't want to be, uh, they don't want to grow up and be adults and raise children. We live in a society now that looks down upon the family. And it's sad. It really is. It's sad. The society that we live in wants to do away with the family construct. There are also those who say, well, it's not a baby, it's just a clump of cells. Okay, pause. Are you made up of a clump of cells? Yes. If you are not, then you do not exist. 
At that point, I have to bow out of the conversation because one of us has just left reality. We're operating on two different planets at that point. But let's get into this bill and what it says. This is, this is Senate Bill S-240. An act to amend the public health law in relation to enacting the Reproductive Health Act and revising existing provisions of law regarding abortion. To amend the penal law, the criminal procedure law, the county law, and the judiciary law in relation to abortion. To repeal certain provisions of the public health law relating to abortion. To repeal certain provisions of the education law relating to the sale of contraceptives and the repeal of certain provisions of the penal law relating to abortions. This is telling you what's in the bill, what it's going to talk about. It's kind of scary. In Section 1, it says that the New York Constitution and the United States Constitution protects a woman's fundamental right to access safe, legal abortion. Courts have repeatedly reaffirmed this right and further emphasize that states may not place undue burdens on women seeking to access such rights. Okay, pause right there from the beginning. This is referring to Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade is not a law. Just because the Supreme Court gave their opinion does not make it a law. No bill was passed through Congress. No bill was signed into law. Therefore, it is not a law, meaning it is also not necessarily a right. Therefore, it's not actually protected by the Constitution because it is not a law. It is a court opinion, and the Supreme Court does not create law. The legislative branch does. If you compare that to the Obergefell decision, where the Supreme Court said that it is, uh, it is now lawful for uh, same-sex couples to get married in every state. Well, the Supreme Court can't grant that. A law can only be established if it is passed through the House, passed by both the House and the Senate, and signed into law by the executive branch, the president. Just revisit Schoolhouse Rock, okay? I'm a bill sitting on Capitol Hill, okay? It walks you through the process. What strikes me is, oh, they always talk about safe abortion practices. You may not know this. The people writing this may not be aware of this. 100% of the time, someone dies in an abortion. 100% of the time. That's because what is inside of a woman is a person. It is a living person. The argument is that a woman can do what she wants with her body. No, she cannot. When you think about it, she cannot go just driving naked down the road in a city. She'll get pulled over. She'll get a ticket, maybe arrested. Public indecency. She can't just go prostitute herself. Okay, a woman cannot do what she wants with her body. 
Not only that, the body she is removing from the inside of her body is not her body. It may be in her body, but what is inside her body has its own unique genetic makeup, completely distinct from the mother. It is its own person. It is in the mother, but it is not the mother. Some people may be saying, but, you know, life begins at the first breath. You know, this is all a a question of when does life begin? Well, according to God, it begins at conception. It's, It's in the womb. I mean, Psalm 139, a psalm of David, he says in verse 13, For you, speaking of God, for you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderful, wonderfully made. He, God knitted him together in his mother's womb. Fast forward to the New Testament. When Elizabeth was pregnant with John the Baptist. Upon uh, Mary's visiting Elizabeth after the, the, she was told that she was going to bear the Messiah. What did John the Baptist do? He leaped inside the womb. Life does not begin outside the womb. It begins at conception. Moving, moving down into some of this bill, we see, uh, we get to Article 25-A, the, the Reproductive Health Act, okay? Uh, Subpoint 1, every individual has the fundamental right to choose or refuse contraception or sterilization. Yes, they do. Except, if you're an individual that refuses contraception and you engage in the act which causes pregnancy that does not mean you have the right to murder the baby you should have probably chose contraception that probably would have been wise rather than having blood on your hands only so many things can happen when you have sex one of them is pregnancy. Now, section three of this article uh, refers to section 4164 of the public health law. It says that this section has been repealed. Now, what does this mean? What is section 4164 of the public health law? This is the protection of babies who are born alive after a failed abortion attempt. So if a woman is is pregnant and she seeks a late-term abortion and the abortion fails and the baby is born alive, it is viable, those protections that would that would guarantee that that it has legal rights are now removed. It now no longer has has those rights. That section has now been removed. 
So even if a baby is born alive and it was supposed to be aborted, it can now be killed outside of the womb. Moving on to the next section. Subdivision 8 of section 6811 of the education law is also repealed. What is this? This stated that only a physician could give contraception to a minor under the age of 16. So now children have the ability to go and obtain contraception. What was once only allowed by a licensed medical physician now no longer applies. Now you can have children being sexually active. This is absurd. At what point does this become child abuse and endangering a minor? And and then much of the bill just talks about all the other uh, amendments that are made to the bill that are basically what they're to do is they're to make abortions easier for women to obtain. Now, the argument has been made that this is only uh, when the health of the mother is at jeopardy. Okay, health of the mother. Everyone always says, people who support abortion, they always say, we need to make abortion legal because what about rape, incest, health of the mother? What they're doing when they say that. They're taking what makes up maybe 2-3% of all abortions and they're making it the basis for 90% of their argument. Okay, it doesn't work. But think about the argument being made in the case of the health of the mother. I don't know a mother that would say, kill my baby so that I can live. In fact, the mothers that I know would say, I will sacrifice my life so that my baby can live. And I know this because I've been seeing all these beautiful stories show up on my Facebook feed about mothers who they didn't plan on getting pregnant, but then they did, and it was the biggest blessing that changed their life. And now they have these beautiful babies, and they're just a joy to them. But what does that even mean, health of the mother? What constitutes uh, bad health? What constitutes life-threatening? It's not outlined in the bill. What does it actually mean? Does this mean that the mother's going to die? Does this mean that it's a it's a 17-year-old that she got pregnant and now she can't be on the cheerleading squad anymore and so her, her popularity and her life is over metaphorically? What constitutes the health of the mother? Because what this really is, when you say that, you now make it a complete arbitrary statement. It can mean whatever you want it to mean. The mother can go in and say, this is uh, detrimental to my health. 
who's to say otherwise because there's no provisions for it. There's no outline for, for what that means. There's no standard to hold the mother to to say that this is what constitutes life-threatening health issues. It's put completely in her hands. It's put completely in the hands of the doctor. But that excuse now also doesn't work since you've removed the protections from a, a baby that's born alive after a failed abortion attempt. Obviously, that baby was not a risk to the mother's health. So that excuse is, is invalid. Abortion is fought for so hard in this country. It is unreal. I mean, we have a holocaust of murdering babies that would make the Nazis blush. Our country right now is in a time of judgment. Not we will be judged, but we are being judged. Because of the innocent blood that is being shed through abortion. With this bill in New York, what we see is God's hand of restraint being loosened and are being turned over to our sin. We need to end abortion. We need to fight to end abortion. We don't need to fight to get incremental laws in place that would limit abortion. We need to end it because it is murder. It is the murder of babies. Feminists fascinate me because they fight for women's rights at the same time while fighting for the right to kill little women in the womb. How do you swing that one? Now, I want to be clear, because if anyone listening to this has had an abortion or does know someone who has had an abortion... Redemption is found in none other than Christ Jesus. If you will repent of sin and turn to him, you will find him to be a perfect savior. If you have gone through this, you can be forgiven. But what you cannot do is you cannot claim to be in Christ obtain an abortion and then say it's okay Christ will forgive me no that's not how that works Paul writing to the Romans in chapter 6 says what shall we say then shall we continue in sin so that grace may abound may it never be that cheapens grace we need to understand and realize the seriousness of murdering babies. Thou shall not murder. What the abortion advocates want to do is they want to try to call it anything other than murder in order to desensitize people to it. If we can just not call it murder, if we can just not call it a baby, we can get people on our side. Oh, and there are some that would say, well, uh, are you for the death penalty? Well, yeah, actually I am because I also believe in justice, right? The, the, the death penalty is for those who have broken the law and the penalty 
justifies the crime. You gotta start thinking categorically. One is murder, one is justice. They're not the same. Now, there are some things that we can do that that can bring attention to this in order to end abortion. I would highly encourage you to um, go to endabortionnow.com. You, they actually have it set up. This it's run by Apologia Church. Um, they have it set up to where you can email, send an email to your state representatives and encourage them to end abortion. We cannot stand by anymore. The more we stand by and and become idle, the more our country becomes turned over to its sin. And the more judgment we are going to find ourselves in as a nation. So that's all I've got at the moment. Um, just wanted to do this quick little episode, touch on that, just because I've been seeing a lot of things uh, come up on my feed. I've been see- seeing just some beautiful stories of, of moms who have had babies that they weren't planning on, all right? But it's been nothing but the biggest blip, and they wouldn't change it for anything. And I've seen posts of people trying to defend what took place in New York, they do a bad job of it because they haven't actually read through the bill to see what it actually says. It's not long before things like this, bills like this, make their way into every other state. It's not long. It's not, it's not far off. But right now, as Christians, as believers, we need to start taking a firm stand. So with that, I'm going to leave you. Go be blessed. This is A.G. Martin, and this has been a bonus episode of Matter of Theology. (laughs) ¶¶